The Arctic is losing ice, but gaining mosquitoes. That and other stories for the week ending September 20th, 2015. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. The amount of sea ice in the Arctic reached one of the lowest extents ever recorded this summer. That announcement came last week from researchers at NASA and the National Snow and Ice Data Center in Boulder, Colorado. 2015 had the fourth lowest minimum extent since satellite observations started in 1979, and that trend has been accelerating since 1996, according to senior scientist Julianne Struva. The Arctic has been warming two to three times faster than the rest of the planet, and so the sea ice has been I would say like our poster child for climate change right now, it's responding quite quickly. We're seeing about 40% less sea ice covering the Arctic Ocean today than we used to back in the 1970s, 1980s. The ice cap at the North Pole, which essentially is frozen water, typically expands with the seasons, reaching its maximum extent in March and its minimum in September. It was once a solid sheet, but is now becoming fragmented as it is exposed to warmer water, making the summer losses greater. Yeah, the summer ice loss is about the size of um, South Carolina. That's per year. So, I mean, we definitely, you know, if we look at our climate model projections of um, out in the future, if we just keep emitting greenhouse gases like we have been. You know, definitely in the next sort of 30 years, it's probably very likely we would see an Arctic Ocean ice free. The consequences of less sea ice in the Arctic range from opening sea routes to the loss of habitat for iconic animals like walruses. As far as sea level rise, its impact is indirect. It's like an ice cube floating in a glass of water. Just a reminder, when an ice cube melts in a glass of water, it doesn't raise the level. So how does melting sea ice affect sea level? The way it does sort of indirectly is by warming the Arctic further. So the Arctic Ocean, which is covered by ice, which is typically snow-covered, um, that helps reflect a lot of the sun's energy back to space. And so if you start reducing the amount of ice on the planet, you're going to warm it even faster. So it's sort of this positive feedback effect. But less positive is the prediction by climate scientists that 2015 is on pace to be the hottest year ever recorded. In other news from the Arctic, mosquitoes there seem to be thriving due to the warming climate. Researchers from Dartmouth studied the insects and found that they will appear in much greater numbers because the warming climate means mosquito larvae hatch sooner and may grow larger. The shorter time spent as larvae means fewer are eaten by predators such as birds. So many more mosquitoes are surviving to adulthood. The rising numbers of mosquitoes will likely affect caribou and reindeer herds. In the Arctic, swarms of mosquitoes can contain as many as a million of the insects. Newborn caribou can't survive a mosquito swarm attack, and pregnant adults flee, forcing them to move to higher ground where there's inadequate food supply. There could be a ripple effect as declining caribou means less food for those in the Arctic who survive on eating the animals. And in more Arctic news, last week the head of the International Energy Agency said that drilling for oil there may not be commercially viable for a long time. While the the Obama administration has said that exploratory drilling can go forward. The head of the IEA said that Arctic drilling is geologically and technologically difficult, with lots of environmental challenges. He urged governments and companies to look deeply at these issues before proceeding. Many people use a product called Roundup to get rid of weeds in their gardens and tons of it are used on farms in many areas of the world. But now California authorities are planning to list its main active ingredient, glyphosate, 
as a carcinogen. The effect of the California rule will be to require Monsanto to clearly label Roundup as containing a compound that is a threat to human life. California will be the first state to name glyphosate as a cancer risk, though France has already banned the product for sales in garden centers. And according to the environmental group Friends of the Earth, the pesticide can get into water sources and poses a threat to aquatic life. The El Nino phenomenon may bring more rain to parts of California, but there is another effect from the rising temperatures in the eastern Pacific Ocean. More great white sharks and hammerheads. The warmer waters are bringing tropical fish closer to the coast of Southern California, followed by the sharks that eat them. The Huntington Beach Independent reports that earlier this month, a group trying to catch yellowtail off Sunset Beach encountered a 10-foot hammerhead, and the day before, a kayaker was bitten on the leg by a hammerhead near Malibu. Chris Lowe from Long Beach State University said that it's a different ocean out there than it was 40 or 50 years ago, and big predators are coming back, including seals and sea lions, in addition to the sharks. And finally this week, we've all heard the expression, out of one's gourd, but how about in one? Last week, a man in Massachusetts paddled an 817-pound pumpkin down a river, not as a crazy stunt or to squash any records, but to get kids interested in agriculture. Piloting his hollowed-out gourd wasn't easy. Todd Sandstrom only made it about halfway down the river because of low water levels, logs, and rocks. He's calling his journey a success anyway because of the amount of media attention he garnered. He told the local paper, The Enterprise, that he thinks he was able to get across the true message of farming and to get people to buy local food and support local agriculture. Adding that if his trek made just one kid get in the dirt, it was all worth it. And an unexpected bonus? Sandstrom might get into the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest journey in a pumpkin. This Week in Water is a production of H2O Radio and is sponsored by Colorado WaterWise. Learn more at coloradowaterwise.org. <laughs>